This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up and welcome to This is the G Podcast. It is episode 85, y'all. Let's give it up. Let me go on and just kick it in there. Yes. And some air horns. Was a very good year. Yes, it was. 85. 85. Each week we do news, politics, that pop culture, that piping hot tea with Tanya B and a whole lot more. And it is always a good day and a good time and a good episode and a good show when the Grand Diva is in the building. Yes. Look yes, listen. yes. Gone and bow down, Tanya B. Bow all the way down. Hey, nab it. Hey, you too. Yeah, we love having her on. She, 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 she brings that energy to the universe of the podcast world. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time, Miss uh, Grandiva. Oh, no problem. Yeah, we, we appreciate you. And, and, and the first time, I think last time we talked to you, it was kind of pre-pandemic, kind of, you know, we were in it, but not fully in it. And, and you know, people were trying to figure stuff out. And and you were doing the new project, Believe in Us. And I, I got to give it up to you one more time for that. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. And and now, amazingly, as we look ahead, L.A. is opening, y'all. <laughs> yeah. June fifteenth, grand re, the re grand opening of L.A. So, so how are you feeling about that, um, Grand Eva? How are you feeling? You, you know what? I'm still in. Actually, you know, I'm still having food delivered, and um, you know, I step out, you know, to go to doctors' appointments and things that are necessary. Yeah. But I'm still kind of laid low. You know, I'm a whole a homebody person anyway. Yep, yep. So I'm home a lot anyway. So you know, this was, you know, this was. You know, it didn't affect me that bad. But you know what? Let me see. I've been working from home for a while. You and I are, are, are alike because when the pandemic hit, everybody was pan like, ah, oh, I can't go nowhere. I'm like, like I don't go nowhere anyway. <laughs> so are you, are you a Capricorn? <laughs> nah, nah. Believe it or not, I'm a Gemini. So <laughs> oh, you know what? I get along really well with Gemini. See? Wow, great. See, let's let's give it up one more time. <laughs> yeah. But but really, uh, and and you know, I'm I'm glad we could get you back on because you know we always just bring our guests on to celebrate them, and and we have to, you know, just celebrate climax being inducted, moving into the women. Songwriters Hall of Fame, and that's happening on June 25th. I got to give it up. And, and who wrote well, the song? I have, some, I have some very disappointing news. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Rewind. You know. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. This is. Um. First of all, this organization is not to be confused with the Billboard Hall of Fame. Right. Right. I guess so that confused a lot of people because it was. It was advertised on Billboard's platform, but mm-hmm. you no, know, this is a, a fundraiser, and um, uh, apparently the the producer Janice Deloach is a clear agenda to promote a friend of hers who is the excommunicator, the excommunicated Cheryl Cooley Uh-oh. of the band. Oh, oh, have never been invited. What? That we have never cool. been contacted. Cool. We had to contact them, and um, we give them all the information, and um, they just refuse to respond to us, tell us anything, and then the next thing we know, 
oh, she'll be receiving the award. And it's a clear, they're, they're friends, and this was what this was about. The problem with mm. is that it was, um, it was um, advertised on such a, a large platform, which is Billboard. That's mm. what I have a problem with. And Cheryl Cooley is not a writer. Mm. Wow. So it's been a lot of confusion. You know, we, we, have, we woke up one morning. We, have, we read about it the same day you read about it. And we, wow, my God, yeah. All these people were calling, congratulating us, and media we wanted to do an interview, and all these things were happening, but we never heard from the organization. Mm -hmm. So we finally came together as a whole, the members of the band, and we reached out to them. And um, the PR person, he was, he was amazed because he didn't know he was following her, her um, orders. And mm. then when he, he found knew. out the truth, he quit. So it's a lot of mess involved in this. And, uh, you know, I hate mess, but I have to speak out on it because people are going expecting to see us and we were never invited. Wow. Tanya this B., I'm going to throw it to you. Is, Go ahead, Tanya This B. is a sham. This is a sham. You know, it's funny because when I got, and I, got, I know the publicist, I know who it is and I've worked with him before and I, mm -hmm. you know, just got another blast about this event this past week. And mm -hmm. then I looked at it and it says Women's Songwriters Hall of Fame. So I reach out to, of course, Nile Rogers, who was the chairperson of the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And I said, do you know about this? Is this part of what, you know, your the organization that you, you know, are the chair of? And he told me, no, hmm. it's something no. like you said, Miss Cooper is completely different. People are, you know, right. Don't be, what's it, hoodwink, bamboozled, or just fooled into it. Because I looked, honestly, with all due respect, Miss Cooper, I looked at some of the people that were the nominees. Yeah. And to me, mm -hmm. I look at, again, writers. I know you are a writer and a creator. Yes. I know that Valerie right. Simpson is a writer and a creator. I know that Roberta Slack is a writer and creator. And no tea, no shade. I'm not going to mention some of the other uh, honorees' names. But they haven't written any more songs than I have. And I can't sing a little bit. I mean, I write, like, jump rope rhymes. And to me, if you write jump rope rhymes... <laughs> This is not the kind of honor. Three six nine. It, it really is. Do you? So, with all due respect, again, I say, Miss Cooper, I think that is a slap in the face. And you know what? I'm Ooh. glad that you are putting it out there because you know I'm a little brown girl from Boston with a big mouth. You know I'm yes. gonna get on the horn and spread <laughs> the news. And I've reached out to an attorney. We we have reached out to an attorney, but we just kind of feel like there's nothing going to be gained from this. This is not a real situation. This is some type of a fundraiser. And, um, you know, I have to, you know, I have to say something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Cheryl Cooley is, Cheryl Cooley does things very undermining, you know, very, you know, so she and this woman have come somehow, come together and decided to give her an award. And she's not a writer. Not only is she not a writer, but she's been investigated and admonished by ASCAP. Oh, yeah, I have receipts for everything that I'm saying by ASCAP and Sony Music Publishing for somehow getting into their database and changing the writers and publishing yeah. credits of Rod Temperton, Bernadette <gasps> Cooper, Lynn Mosby, Joyce Irby, Midnight Star, and a bunch of other people to make herself appear like a writer. Wow. So let me ask you, I mean, you wrote, you're one of the writers on The Men All Pause. Of course. Okay. I wrote The Men All Pause. I wrote mm -hmm. Sexy. I wrote mm -hmm. Divas Need Love Too. Yep. I wrote Lock and Key. She's a user. I did the, wrote the intro to Meeting in the Ladies Room. I wrote Heartbreaker. Lynn Mosby wrote the biggest hit 
that we that made us uh, pop stars, which is I Miss You, mm-hmm. and Long Distance Love Affair, Joyce Irby, yeah. the men all pause, I'd still say yes, and we're being ignored. Wow. And Cheryl Cooley has it. Listen, Cheryl Cooley wrote one song that is um, me, um, Never Underestimate. That was a very severe song that we ever wrote that kind of, um, that in the beginning of our career. And a couple of the songs, you know, I gave her, I actually gave her credit on it because, you know, trying to keep the morale of the group up mm-hmm. and trying to make everybody feel. So it's like, okay, I'm going to give you 50%. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. She's not even a writer. And, you know, I speak ill of Cheryl because she's so conniving. You know, she wow. has put us in such a negative, you know, place since the beginning of um, Bands United when she tried to steal the name. Yes. It's just she's just such a negative person. And I feel like I have to say something because so a gentleman just hit me up and told me that he was going to be going to he he brought his ticket. And um, he bought his ticket and, and got his hotel arrangement that he was going to this award show hoping to see me. Wow. And we were not even invited. We were invited today when hmm. I mentioned I was going to be on um, doing press. Well, let, let me ask you this. I, and I recall, what was the uh, the show on, on VH1 where it was the... That was, um, wasn't that, was that the band? Oh, yeah, we did a couple of shows. That was the band. They had Climax, they had Shalimar. Hmm. And I remember yep. you all came into that room, you and Miss Lorena Longs, and she was in tears and she's like, Coolly, what you're doing is not cool. Yeah. And if that didn't expose her, clearly it did, she thought nothing of it. But I thought that was, you know, some real raw emotion there. And apparently she's, you know, devo- void of any emotion or, or, or credibility or integrity. So that scenario didn't she's heal void, everything? She's void of any emotion <laughs> and wow. integrity. So there was no nothing, healing nothing coming out of that. Stop her. Yeah. I guess my question is, considering that show, and, and I watched it, and I'm, I'm definitely going to go back and watch the archives again. It didn't heal anything because it was difficult to watch at toward, you know, at some point, you know, um, there's no healing that came out of that, I guess. Well, you know, the healing actually it brought the girls in the band together other than Cheryl Cooley. Hmm. Um, we, you know, we went on tour together, you know, and we did some things together. We have love for each other, even through our difficulties, you know, because, you know, as people grow they grow distance, they grow away, and people want to do their own thing, and people don't want to compromise. Mm-hmm. But we have love for each other. We struggled to be climaxed in the beginning, you know, putting our pennies together to try to rehearse. And, you know, we finally got to this point, and then, um, you know, um, Joyce Irby came into the group, and we, we uh, ended up having great success from true talent. We wrote our stuff. We produced a lot of our stuff. You know, we played our stuff live. We didn't do a lot of our live playing in the studio because in those days it was up to the producer. But we created a sound and something that no one has been able to do again. Amen. And for someone to Let me give it up to you for that. Disrespectful. Yes. Go ahead. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And be completely disrespectful mm-hmm. and do an award, put it on Billboard, climax. Not Climax featuring Cheryl Cooley, not Cheryl Cooley, but Climax. And then don't even call us. Don't even invite us. We weren't even invited until today mm. when I told her I was about to do press. I was on, on my way to do press. I have um, scheduled press for today and the rest of the week because I've been holding out, actually trying to negotiate with this woman. Because, you know, I'm promoting my new project. I can't physically go, but a couple of the girls could go 
who are writers, Lynn, Joyce, you know, and, and to receive this award, you know, and represent Climax as a whole. But Climax, she's going to get up there probably with her band. Mm. She has a whole separate little band, you know. And, um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the Truth in Music Act, which uh, um, Nancy, I mean, um, is it, what's a, Mary Wilson helped to, to enact was that any group that is a part of the success has the right to individually go out and tour as long as they use their name, like Climax featuring Bernie Cooper, to make a living, yeah. you know? And we, we have an agreement with that, mm. okay? Yeah. So that's cool, but to just fraudulently do this, this is fraud. So, so did they not expect the rest of the group to go out? This is, this is where I'm confused. Well, not necessarily confused, but it's like the audacity to do it and not expect the other Great uh, band members to 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 not say anything. You know? I think that the I think that Janice Deloach, she's a producer, uh, allegedly. Mm-hmm. I think that she's of the same low integrity of Cheryl Cooley, and there's no way of getting to an individual like that when they have an agenda. You know, Cooley is my friend. This is my 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 um organization and this is what I'm going to do because I've given her information. I've given her the information from Sony, from ASCAP, stating that Cheryl Cooley has stolen, Ooh. you know, all the all this musical work and that she's not a writer. They still, they, there's nothing I could say or do. I have an attorney on standby. Wow. And I just decided today it's not even worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> it's not even worth it because there's going, there's not going to be a, um, a resolve because you're dealing with people who just don't care. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. And have no integrity. So how, how do you do that? You go through, you drag people through court for three years, you know, yeah. it's too negative. It's too negative. I have too many positive things going on in my life. I can't do it. You know, it, it's amazing. We were having this conversation a couple of weeks ago because K-Dub, um, one of our, one of our panelists, he's in Dayton, Ohio. So he's mm. he's he's watching a lot of the slave fights, and lakeside. The, the lakeside wars, <laughs> you know, and, and it's just amazing when when you see. I mean, I, I, I know I, I definitely understand the Mary Wilson, um, you know, the, the, the rule uh, or the mm-hmm. the opportunity she created for people who were band members. But um, there's just so much toxic. I guess it's such a toxic situation. It's it's a toxic situation. People grow and they want, you know, and the true them actually come out. And, you know, people have um, rhyme, just no reason to the things that they do. You know, I can yeah. pretty much justify everything that I've done and yeah. the reasons why I do it, you know. But to just say, you know, if you're climbing, you're, if you're touring, as Climax featuring, that's cool. Yeah. But to just say I'm Climax and I'm going to accept award that I'm not even, a, you know, should be getting and representing what? Who? We don't even know. Well, she's well, not yeah, representing yeah. Climax. She's representing herself. Yeah. So what do you say to fans? I mean, people who listen, uh, definitely the folks who listen to this podcast uh, are, are fans of Climax and and, uh, and you. What, what do you say to them? What do you say to people who are observing what's going on. 
What I mean, saying? it's been going on since the beginning of time. Yeah. Male bands, female bands, you know, yeah. solo art. It's just part of the industry. It's part of the music industry. It's part of the corporate industry. People grow yeah. and people move on. And that's really okay because nobody's like a marriage. Nobody's expecting you to stay together forever, but have a little bit of integrity, you know. And that's the thing we're saying. If you know, if you if you're gonna give climax, you you advertise climax, okay. And the writers were like, "Oh my God, this is so." We've been waiting on something like this for a long time because we we do feel like we've been overlooked. Yeah. You know why we don't know, but. Here's something beautiful and wonderful. And then the little signs started popping up, you know, little things, you know, Cheryl Cooley's uh, email address and business was attached to all of the um, advertisement. And then they had a picture of Cheryl Cooley and Lynn um, also reached out and said, please change the picture. They changed the picture. Mm -hmm. They even um, uh, finally, when we contacted them with the PR guy, who was wonderful, they were really wonderful. Um, they wanted me to do press. Mm. And I said, wait a minute, I can't do press. I don't even know anything about anything. So, and then once I started asking questions like that, she, uh, she said, I don't need you to do press. It's going to be Cheryl Cooley. And then she, re- then there was a, a, um, an email sent to Cheryl Cooley that I don't think she, I was supposed to get. Cheryl Cooley, oh. please send me something that shows that I, I'm okay to give you this award. Wow. Mm. Yeah, because I'm looking at the flyer. And, and I have receipts. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. You go. You know, I have receipts, but it's messy. Yeah. It's very messy. Very. And, and I really, you know, my sciatica nerve hurts me when I deal with messiness, you know. <laughs> and as I said, there's so much positivity, but this is just, this is amazing. As a person who suffers from the sciatica nerve issue, I get it. <laughs> you get it. The negativity enters and your back hurts, right? Oh, yes. You know, it yes. makes everything hurt. It makes everything <laughs> hurt. Yes, everything. Yeah. Uh, so let me, let me, okay. All right. We're gonna, we'll return to that in a minute. I just want to ask about what's next. What's going on with you? Okay, we're we're heading out to the out of this uh or or LA is opening up. I, I did see okay. and kudos to you too. I'm a, I'm gonna give it to you one more time. You guys are hitting the road again. Um and, you, you, yeah, go ahead. You know, did you do you have my new project, Made the Best Girl Win? Oh, well, I heard it. And it sounds with Craig T. Cooper? That's the one, right? That's that's one of the you know, it's kind of a um it's called Made the Best Girl Win, yes. Five. Yes. And it's one song with five different versions. And the Craig T version is hot. It right? is hot. I heard it today. You, you know? know, I heard it today on Am- on Amazon. I can't say because I got my Amazon device right next to me. But, I, you know, I was listening and, and it came up. And I said, wow, that is hot. Yeah. So tell us yeah. about this because I don't think, you know, people may not be aware, but it is a great song. It is it is interesting. Well, it's actually five <laughs> yeah. songs on that uh, project. I'll send it over to you. Yeah, okay? send it over. But tell I, us I about it. it. Tell us about it. Because I heard the Craig T. Cooper version of it, and it was it was amazing. So so tell us well, about the whole thing. Well, it's May the Best Girl Win, and it's being promoted right now in the U.K. I'm doing a lot of promotion in the U.K. because I'm going to be touring there in 2022, and that's where I, I, future, I see myself doing more of. So I'm really focusing and it's a little easier market to promote music. Mm-hmm. And um, if the song is just about, 
you know, women, we have to learn guidelines when dealing with men and, you know, and amongst each other, we have to have the girl rules. So you have five different versions of, you know, one woman's folly is another woman's husband. So (laughs) you have to have guidelines. So that's what the song is about. And, you know, it's done. I'm sorry. My next billboard. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Um, it's a, it's just a lot of different, it's five different versions of that one particular concept. Wow. And it's really, really, I'm, I'm proud of it. And, you know, hmm. it's all, um, the pro- this particular project and, um, um, uh, what's the last one I just did? I did Goddess of the Universe and then I did, yes. um, Believe in Us. Mm-hmm. It's just culminating, the culminating point is uh, my new album, EP, that's going to be coming out in September that's going to completely change my sound. And as I mature, you know, so is my base, my audience, the people who I grew up with, who grew up with my music. So I'm just changing my base and calming it down a little bit so that we can grow old together musically. Well, I'm, I'm impressed with the, uh, with the version of, uh, may the best girl win woman win. Um, what is it? Woman or girl? Cause um, best girl win. Yeah. That's what I thought. Who's it's your yeah. voice. Who's the other voice on, on the project? Uh, Oh my God! I got Lorena from Climax. Mm-hmm. I have Penny Ford. Mm. Wow! I have uh, <laughs> I have um, God um, I have um, what's her name on the Voice? God, why is my her name escaping me right now? Mm. Dana Monique from the Voice. Did okay. you watch the Voice? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Season? yeah, yeah. I, I saw some of it, but I'm familiar with the name. Familiar with yeah, the name. Dana Monique was, you know, once my singer on the road, wow. you know, and she happened to get this opportunity and she, you know, she mentioned me on the voice and things, but she is doing incredible and she's, she's on there as well. We got Craig T. Cooper. Mm. We got Vaughn Allure. He remixed something and, um, Osalade. Wow. Let me give it up. Cause I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It may have been fate. <laughs> I'm just, you know, earlier today, I'm just randomly going through some music. And I said, let me check this out. And mm-hmm. um, and I heard it because I haven't heard anything. Honestly, it's been a while since I've heard Craig G. Cooper on guitar. It's been a minute, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, and when I heard it, I was just like, wow. I, I, I mean, I had it in my notes right here to ask you where this came from. You know, so. Well, wow. The name of it is Mr. And Mrs. Cooper. Yes. Yep. And um, uh, Craig is, a, you know, he's a very good friend of mine for mm. years. Y'all related? And, <laughs> no, we're not, no, we're not related, but Cooper. he's Cooper and I'm yes, Cooper. Yes, yes. So um, I wanted a jazz version because what I, what I was focusing on is, mm. you know, a lot of times when I give the, when the promoter gives the, some, my music to DJs, they'll go, oh, I love it, but it doesn't fit my format. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, So I yeah. said, okay, okay. All right, we're going to do five different versions of five different formats. Wow. You know, so that's the Craig Cooper version is a jazz format that hopefully he'll be able to tour on, you know, because he should, he should be able to get some work off of that one because it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then you got a club version, then you got a really cool, laid back version, and you got an R&B version. So there's a lot of different versions there that people are pulling from, and they seem to be, it seems to be working. Because they're hitting my promoter. Oh, I don't want this version. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want that version. So it seems to be happening. And 
and I'm happy about it. Well, I'm glad that you're 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 going into the UK. Um, and we hear that. We just had we had Shirley Jones on um God last week, a couple of weeks within the last couple of weeks. We and we've had Melba Moore on as well. It's it's you know, the ladies have just been coming through for the show. <laughs> the the yes. fellas, it's been like ladies' month. But but yes. one of one of the commonalities that you all have is that you figured out that they, you know, and it's been going on for a while, going back to when Alexander O'Neill always mentioned, you know, he left to go to, to the UK and he came back. He's not come back. So, yes. um, you know, the UK is a great place for soul, you know, and for R&B. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that, um, you know, get some traction and then, you know, go worldwide. So, you know, excellent move, excellent move. Good thank, stuff. thank you. Yeah, they, they, their appreciation for music old school music, beautiful music, mm -hmm. you know, like, I mean, I, I can't find a market here where I can, you know, I can put, I can write the biggest hit and it just will never not be heard here. Yeah. You know, so I just want to listen Two things I want to do in my life and that's tour and continue my music and write books. Yeah. That's, that's, um, you know, that. And, um, as far as touring, I wasn't planning on touring into 2022, but, I've got some incredible offers that made sense to me mm -hmm. once from a UK company that wanted me to do some work here and there. And I'm going to be doing the, uh, performing at the Aretha Franklin amphitheater in Detroit on July 30th. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's awesome. And, That's awesome. And also I'm doing a residency in Los Angeles Wow. at a new, at a new club in the downtown area. And we are putting it together right now. And um, I'll probably, starting um, 2022, every Sunday, I'll probably be doing a show there or whatever, just for a while. I, that's something that I've always wanted to do. So we'll see what happens there. Grow our fan base and have people come out and do an incredible show, mm -hmm. change clothes, and have, <laughs> you know, do all the things that I love to do in a show. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to that. Quick, quick question. And I've been asking just about everybody this, um, you know, and, and, you know, we talk about current day music, but, but what's your, when you look just in the collective, which, what's your favorite era right now for music? And I've been having this oh. conversation in my head as well. Which era? 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. 70s, you know, 80s. a little bit of the 90s. Mm -hmm. Can you tolerate you the know. 2000s? <laughs> Pardon me, say it again. Is is there anything to appreciate in the two thousands? We were having I was having you this know, conversation with somebody last night. Deep conversation. Yeah. You know, I want there's a lot of singers, but nobody makes me feel it like Aretha. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. you could scream all you want, but Aretha made me pull over to the side of the road and, you know, you listen to how to find me an angel, you'd be yeah. crying, oh, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. No one has evoked that emotion from me. Yeah. Um, I do like some of the rappers. I, I like Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like Saweetie. I like mm -hmm. their angle and their direction and, and the flawlessness and the beauty that they put into it, to it all. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate it, but nothing really moves me. Yeah. There's nothing like uh, Young Gifted and Black, that Young Gifted and Black no. album. You know, no. I put that on every day. <laughs> That's all I, go ahead, Tanya B. You, oh, no, it's you know what, Tanya, you know, if you listen to, to May no. the Best Girl Win, um, what's the first one? He's My Husband. You're like that. It's very R&B and it has a little vibe to it that I think you'd like. 
Okay, how about he was my husband? It's kind of like that's what women are seeking. They, you know, we want to see those. We want to be able to say those. Well, he's my husband. You slept with my husband. My husband said, oh, I said have that. you met my husband? Those are the things we were living for. Wow. Oh, yeah. So we want to say those words. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Well, most women. You know, I'm I'm kind of like over that. But most women, are, those are the words that they want to say. Miss uh, Cooper, um, you, know, you talked about, you know, Meg and, and um, Sweetie. Um, what is your take on, you know, you don't find a lot of, especially female musicians. I know Alicia Keys plays the piano. But what's your perception, if you have one, of someone like her? who does play the guitar and you, you know, she's really starting to raise her profile. She got the Oscar for her song from Judas and the black Messiah. She's got that. I think it's a gap campaign. And then she was mm-hmm. just one of the, the few raisins, raisins in the milk at the country music awards last week. I didn't watch it, the CMT awards, but I read a review and it said that she blew Chris Stapleton away with her guitar playing. Hmm. Yes. Listen, you, you would not, you, there's so many female musicians female writers. There's a lot of women who are behind the scenes writing this stuff, especially the lyrics and the melodies of a lot of these songs, but they're not getting credit. They're getting a a pay for their work for hire, and the guys are just not letting the women in at all. You know, Mm. I have to um, pay mad respect to to Mr. Uh, uh, Dick Griffey because he... It's one of the few men that wasn't intimidated by women and allowed us to make a living. Yeah. So long. Big time. Yes. Yes. Good stuff. And I don't know what to say about the industry right now. It's very sad in that there's, I try to bring women in, you know, to work. Like I'm getting ready to do a show right now. I'm reaching out to the girls and they're excited, you know, to come and perform. But there's so many talented, wonderful women who are behind the scenes who are not being acknowledged. They need to be acknowledged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good stuff. Well, I just want to say thank you. And, and we are always happy and humbled and appreciative, appreciative for, for the vibe you put out there. Uh, and the music you're trying to create and creating. So uh, definitely we'll continue to, you know, always let us know uh, what you're doing and, and, you know, we'll, we'll do our, you know, our little bit uh, to keep Thank it out you. there. You know, we, we appreciate you. Go ahead, Tanya B. I'll give you the last Shameless word. Plug. Um, yeah. I now Miss Cooper have a show on the network and it's called the Birdwire. And what I do is I only play music by independent artists. And the tagline from my show was, this is some of the best music you've never heard. So I would yeah. consider it an honor and a privilege to add you to the Birdwire, which is here on the network twice on Friday and on, on Saturday as well. And on demand, because, again, people need to hear it. And when they hear it, you know, they they like it. And we have a, a not just a, an audience stateside, but we have a lot of listeners in, in South Africa who love and live for it. And they just don't know where to get it. So please um, consider yourself a friend in the building, friend to the show. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. Well, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to send that over to you. And I really, really appreciate you doing that. No, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you know, as always, uh, y'all give it up one more time. Give it up. And and I'm I'm kind of floored because I didn't expect the interview to go in that direction. <laughs> but, right. but, but, you know, yeah. Truth but, you know? is the, the best serum that there is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So yeah, it had to, there you go. It had to be said. You know, yeah. I really was 
I was really kind of like, wow, should I say it? And I said, no, I have to because of the platform that it was all put on. It was too many people read it and, um, you know, are affected by it in some way, you know, whether they're congratulating and happy for you. And then you come to find out that it's a fraud. Wow. 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 Well, you know what? Send us the project over. Allegedly. Always. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. Tanya B uses that word quite often. So we know we know what that's uh, allegedly, about. Allegedly, no. <laughs> you know, one thing is allegedly, but when you have the receipts and it is a fact, I say I don't make the news, I just report it. And if it's true, trust me, the world is going Tanya, to know. It's still allegedly. Tanya, Tanya, I have allegedly. The, I have the receipts. I have all of them. There you go. I know, you know, it's a, this should be it sounds like a good topic for that show American Greed, if you watch <laughs> oh my it on yeah. um, CNBC. Yes. I yes. Y'all yes. give it up one more time for the one and only Grand Beaver. Bernadette Cooper, thank you so much. All right, thank you so much for being on, and uh, definitely send us the project over, and we'll have your link on the podcast page as well for your website. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. We're already getting comments on Miss Cooper's appearance. (laughs) I'm sure we are. uh, (laughs) She is spilling hot lava tea. (laughs) People are hearing you. People are hearing it. All right, Miss Cooper. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Oh Lord. <laughs> okay. You know, it's like this was better than what I even expected. But you know, again, you oh, have damn. to put it out there and let people know. But you know yeah. what? This, you know, you have those moments, man. I, I remember back in the day. I, I know I'm not going to say it, <laughs> but I'm gonna leave it at that. I just remember when Will Smith came on the show and we asked, "Well, what happened to Iviv?" <laughs> I leave it at that. <laughs> And y'all know how you that know, like, went. <laughs> Kato, I'm sure you probably can relate to everything she's that was saying. In the 90s. Just, mm-hmm. and just all the, I won't call it the uckery, but you know, the fakery, you know, of Damn. what's going on. And you it know, is this- crazy. Her situation mirrors another group situation for so long. I'm just sitting there like, wow, because I actually thought they was talking that uh, the advertisement I seen it was talking about climax them. Yeah. But you but, know, K Dub, you and I were having the same mm-hmm. you've been we've been having the same conversation about these groups. Same combo. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that band stuff, man. Woo wee. Oh boy. Mm-mm. Damn. Okay. All right, hey, let's do this, y'all. Uh let's go ahead and do news. We'll come back on the other end and we'll fill in the gaps and then we'll get into that. Uh, damn, we already done the tea. <laughs> we got no <laughs> ain't no need for no tea. No, <laughs> we got no more. Couple, we got no more yeah, tea. I got a couple of things, but that's a rough act. We got no more tea. Damn. To follow. Okay, let's go ahead and do Mike, and we'll come right back after this show. News team, assemble! It's time for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. In sports, the Falcons have traded Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans. The team gets a second round pick next year and a 2023 fourth round pick. Atlanta will also send its sixth-round pick in 2023 to the Titans. Most of the ransom money paid out by Colonial Pipeline has been recovered. The Justice Department recovered the bulk of the multi-million dollar payment to hackers after a cyber attack. The Department of Justice has found and recaptured the majority of the ransom Colonial paid to the dark side network. That's Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco. The operator of the nation's largest fuel pipeline halted its operations last month, a move that led to a short-term gasoline shortage in several states, including Georgia. 
Vice President Kamala Harris spent Monday in Guatemala before heading to Mexico City. She made promises during her first foreign trip as VP. She says the U.S. will donate COVID vaccines to that country and offered some hope and a warning to Guatemalans. I want to be clear to folks in this region who are thinking about making that dangerous trek. Do not come. Do not come. Of course, part of her mission in that region is to deter the flow of migrants to the U.S. southern border. A report out Wednesday from the Interior Department finds that when federal police officers cleared protesters from the city's Lafayette Square in June of 2020, they did it so a contractor could install fencing and not to let President Trump hold a photo op at a nearby church. Police used pepper spray and other chemical irritants to clear the park. Critics of the former president have long said that Mr. Trump and his attorney general ordered the move to make way for what was seen as political theater. It is the main argument of a federal lawsuit by Black Lives Matter against the Justice Department. Kasim Reed, the former two-term mayor of Atlanta, formally announced that he is running for his old job now, the current mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, has decided she will not seek re-election. Reed filed paperwork Wednesday to raise campaign money, and he hosted a fundraiser-slash-birthday party Thursday night. Despite the cloud of a corruption investigation and because of name recognition, Reed will now be considered the frontrunner among multiple candidates. Mm. Do they have a deal? They say they do. A bipartisan group of 10 senators said Thursday they had reached a tentative infrastructure deal, but there is plenty of skepticism on both sides of the aisle. The senator said it would be totally paid for and not include tax increases. However, we don't know what the president thinks, what Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell thinks, or if there are 60 votes. The FDA has extended the shelf life of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine to four and a half months instead of the original three months. They say it remains just as effective. The announcement comes as the federal government has suspended shipments of the J&J vaccine to states who say they have more than they can use right now. President Biden is in the U.K. and made it official. The U.S. is donating 500 million Pfizer COVID vaccines to poor nations. He referred to the move as an historic step. This is about our responsibility, our humanitarian obligation to save as many lives as we can. The announcement came on the evening of the kickoff of the G7 summit. The group of seven countries brings together several of the world's richest democracies. And there's been a lot of buzz about a jacket that First Lady Dr. Jill Biden was wearing (laughs) in the UK Thursday. Mm. On the back of the jacket, the word love. But was that a subtle attempt at shade directed at the former First Lady, Melania Trump, who made her own jacket news in 2018 Mm -hmm. when she displayed the words, I really don't care, do you? We'll let you decide. There is concern about a higher than usual number of cases of a heart inflammation in young people, especially males following COVID-19 vaccination. Overall, 226 cases of myocarditis or pericarditis have been confirmed in people younger than 30 who got the Pfizer or Moderna shot. Symptoms can include fatigue and fever, as well as shortness of breath and a very specific type of chest pain. Despite all of this, medical experts say the benefits far outweigh the risks and that young people should continue to get vaccinated. Damn, they don't need no more hiccups with these vaccines, so y'all fix that. Y'all, y'all clarify as soon as possible. Just a couple of things, and then we'll we'll get into tea. But but Julio Jones, Julio, I'm gonna call him Julio by Felicia Jones. You know, um, you know, and I like what the new coach, the new coach said when they asked him, they asked him um, if he'd miss Julio, and he said, "You can't miss somebody you never coached." So I, I got you, bro. Good, 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 good stuff. And, and you know what? 
I, I can't believe that the Falcons didn't get a first round pick. And I know you're there, K Dub. I mean, how are you gonna trade somebody like like um Julio on his level and get a second round pick? I mean, I know they've dumped the salary, but still, I would have got a first round pick. Um also uh Kasim Reed, the story. And you know what, Tanya B, I was asking you why Tyrese was there. Because it was his house. I didn't realize that. When oh, they, what's going on? Tyrese, Tyrese is a renter. I, I've been to the house. So. Oh, he's, a, he's renting that, that mansion? Okay, You sure? <laughs> well, I'll just say I went to a spot in a cul-de-sac in Marietta. And okay. I, I heard some in the corner chatter that it was rented from a former Allegedly. athlete. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> okay. Well, well anyway, and, he's bad. Well, well, no, because the yeah. one he has in L.A. is the one he's trying to sell that has the Benny Hines. So, okay. I guess... Well, you know what? I, I'm just glad. I mean, I know a lot of folks are looking at the um, the scandals and all that stuff. But, you know, it, it's kind of like right now with Atlanta and the stuff they're going through, they kind of need a hardcore mayor. They don't need anybody in there who can't take the heat. And one thing I do know about or, or observed when he was in office is he knows how to fight back and, and he can deal with everything that they throw at him. So, um, you know, I think he might be the guy to kind of get Atlanta back on track, especially with the crime issues. Cause you know, with crime being up 60%, they can't play around with whoever they bring in. No, no. And, and people are uh, fleeing the city and going back to the suburbs. Yes. And Big time. I mean, that affects everything, but you know, let them go. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. uh, yeah. So it is, it's, this actually may be a good, you know, turning point for the city of Atlanta and it is sorely, sorely needed. Yeah. They got to do something. And, and, you know, he's, he's right now, um, he is the number one. Um, the, he's the he's the front runner. It, it's almost like yeah. does anybody need to oppose him? Because whoever does attempt to, and mm-hmm. you know, all they're going to try to do is a smear campaign on his. Oh shit! He's already been smeared. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. Well, they're going to try to smear some more peanut butter over, you know over the day old bread, yeah. and it's probably not going to work. And I think there are enough people here. Look, if Marion Barry can do what he did oh, and get reelected, what and Kasim Reed, uh, he's one as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So true. Yep, so so no tea, no shade, Felicia Moore and the other people who are running. Well, you know what? They, I you know, I wonder if they want to win. And I'm going to say this and I'm, and I'm going to flip it back to you, Tommy B. Yeah. Just like when you run for president, if you have any money left over in your, you know, in, in the community chest, mm-hmm. you can raise a bunch of money and have no intention of winning. Because when you say, you know, I'm not going to run anymore, I'm, I'm going to fall back and go do whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. you get to keep all the money. And if people have collected a you know nice little bag, yeah. they can live off of that until they, re, you know, <laughs> until they find their next opportunity or scam. Yep. Mm. So true. That's a good point. Good point. All right, y'all. So let's do this. Um, you know, let's do what we got to do. You know what time it is. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Y'all, she done put the glasses on, so you know it's serious. <laughs> it, it is real up in here. I might turn the light on in a minute. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, but but I don't know if you can outdo that tea we got at the beginning of the show. But and thanks you know again. Not for nothing, I'm glad that you know you and I had that dialogue, and I said we got to get her back on the show to talk about yes. it. Yes, but it wasn't. I'm glad that we did that and yep. followed through because again, you know, it was a, a real, it was a dose of truth. And, and thank I'm you to Raina, that- Raina as well. Thank you, Raina. I'm give you, give you an applause. Okay. Thank you, Raina, for for hooking us up. Thank you again. Yep. Go ahead, Tony B. What you got? Okay. Um, you know, I've noticed since uh. Swiss Beats and Timberland sold verses to this Triller company, with the exception of the Isleys and Earth, Wind & Fire. 
a lot of these verses have been really, really forgettable. Mm. And this, and I think I'm about <laughs> to add one to it. Maybe it's me, but Wednesday, June 16th, in this corner, representing Philadelphia, you've got Eve, and in the other corner, you've got Trina, representing Miami. And I'm just yeah. saying, I don't care. Not I don't I think, care. I, I don't think care. that's I think that's a man's. <laughs> that, that's the, don't you, K Dub? Don't you think that's the man's uh, verses? Mm, I don't even watch them, man. <laughs> I like, mean, it, yeah, people mm, people yeah. want to look at Eve and look at, but but honestly, it's like even when you look at Trina. Song wise, you know what you got. I mean, I know she's got a Pull few. Over and yeah. or I'm the baddest B. I mean, yeah. Eve is you don't Eve know, is more of don't a know brand, Nan. huh? Yeah, Eve yeah. has branched out. Eve is a brand. Yeah. The things that Eve has done, Trina has just yet begin to do, and probably will never do. And it's okay if you want to go, you know, up yeah. in the club, up in the cut, and see Trina. But yeah. you know, Eve is to me, it's like oil and water. I just yeah, two different styles. Find anybody. Yeah, they couldn't find anybody else. I'm yeah, sure. they got to do something. They got to do something. You know? Well, because Trina, Trina is more in line with the early days of like a, you know, Meg the Stallion era you know she yeah, she's like that she lineage never, you know that lineage of yeah. meg the stallion you know but she never really blew up she never yeah. i mean meg has blown up more than her oh yeah 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 i mean you can yeah. think of but she started it um i think trina don't you think trina kind of opened little kim, little kim started yeah little kim look kim i can't okay Come on. yeah you're right but eve man i hate to see because I, I was surprised that eve accepted does she really even have to do it I think she might be just trying to help Trina. Really? Honestly, Eve does not have to do it. She's got so much going on. And you know what? Here's why Eve is doing it. You know why Eve She married the bank. <laughs> no, wait. Not only that, she's doing it because it's a promotional platform for her mm-hmm. new show, Queen. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, Brandy oh. And, wait a minute. Uh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on, Tanya B. Hang on. <laughs> Did you say Queens? <laughs> oh, okay, you funny. Yeah. That's so it's, the it's show. The show. With, That's with all I'm waiting on. I just hope okay. she doesn't mess up the uh, my my anticipation for that show, Queens. I'm gonna give it one. You got some, you know. I guess it's really weird. You've got four people. You've got Brandy. You've got Naturi Norton, <sighs> and you've got Eve. All of who, you know, they're brands, and you know, they are not just in the R and B world. They've branched out and done, you know, music and crossed over in movies and film and TV and all that stuff. Oh. And then it's a shame because they have the the other young lady who was um, of Latinx descent. But I couldn't even tell you her name. And it's like she must feel like the other, like the wicked stepsister, like Cinderella. I remember the movies. I remember the movies that she's in, that she's been in. And she's definitely a compliment. I mean, the group, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a a super group. Because the three of them would just, oh, no, you're absolutely right. But I think even when it comes down to just the collective of the whole look and the vibe of that show, I, Mm -hmm. I couldn't think of a better combination. I don't know who who put that combination together, but it's a great combo. It's yeah, a great I'm, combo. I'm looking forward to Queen. I, I really am. I am. You know what else I'm looking forward to? If What's it that? ever sees the light of day. What's that? Foxy Brown is ready to open the book what? of Ilana in the form oh, of. Oh, Lord. <laughs> in the form of a tell-all autobiography. She's going to talk Uh-oh. about losing her hearing for a while, her yeah. beef with little Kim, uh, going to jail, and allegedly this relationship that she had with Jay-Z back in the day. But what's interesting is now, you know, if it gets too, too spicy, 
Jay Z's one of the few people that has enough money to put the kibosh on that. So you'll buy them all. You'll <laughs> buy every book. <laughs> there won't even there will not be a book to buy. He'll just buy the whole company, and yeah. then the book will get shelved. And also, I understand and, and think about this, and this is a little something, a little trivia. If you go back to the song "Ether" by Nas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He makes reference to something that was going on between the two of them that was below the waist, and I'll just leave it at that. Let me ask you, when it came down to um, Foxy, how old was she? Because she was young when she started, when she was hot. She yeah, she was. Like 17, I mean, 16-ish? The industry was so different then. Yeah, yeah. It was different. And, you know, I mean, Ooh. I even heard uh, Lily from SWV say she slept with their, their label executive. I'll just call him Kenny mm-hmm. um, because she said, well, that's what I thought we were supposed to do back then if we wanted to have a career. And that was you know, during the 90s and when that was rampant in the business. Do you think has, has, have Foxy, has Foxy Brown and, and Lil' Kim buried the hatchet? Or I don't just, know, but it's like, do they have to? Like, really? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> well, you know, for for I'm the sorry. sake of moving forward in the yeah, legacy. But, you know, but I think Kim has. But what's interesting now, Foxy Brown announced that she's got this book coming out. You know, yeah. little Kim's book is coming out in, I think, three months as well. She's wow. writing the book. So I wonder how she's going to address the, you know, the, the Foxy Brown. That'll be issue. interesting. Both coming out at the same time. That's, that's going to be. Here we go again. What else you got? Exactly. What else you got? Okay. Uh, I, I got, oh, I got to talk about this because this is, I wish you had, do you have a sound effect to just punch somebody in the head? Maybe we'll just blow it. <laughs> I want to talk about these trash ass fights. First, we had Mayweather and that other guy, oh and people God. wanted the money back because the feed froze. And it, well, I heard it was just garbage, and I heard that Mayweather almost lost the fight. But then you mm. had another one, and I know people need to get a bag, and people want to get out and do something. But you had, I said, the two drug addicts that, that were fighting in Atlantic City this past Friday, which was Lamar Odom mm. and, and Nick Carter. Yeah. And, I mean, Lamar's just bigger than him. And Aaron's like, okay, you think you can fight? He would never last a minute in Bankhead. But Lamar knocked him the hell out in the first round. Well, you know what? I and and you know, we've had Coach Art. You know Coach Art, uh Art, you yeah. know, we've had on the filmmaker. Um and I know he when I was asking him about the Mayweather, because he, he was in Atlanta, you know, watching the fight the real time and I would shoot him a text, man, hey, hey, what's going mm-hmm. on? But my he and I have had this conversation about um boxing as a as a sport and you know, and and, and it's the legitimacy and the fan appeal. And I just think, I know a lot of people will say that it's good for boxing. I don't really feel it's good for boxing, you know, when um, when they do too many of these, because it, there's a there's an interesting documentary that's coming out. Um, I think it's called Kings on Showtime. And it talks, there, there are four boxers who are like Sugar Ray, uh, Tommy Hearns, um, what's his name? Roberto Duran, and one other black boxer. And it talks about how these guys were really, as boxers, they became kings. You know, they were looked at as kings. And and I just think that when these fights like this take the that shine. Was like a street, that was a schoolyard fight. Come on. Yeah, but but it's just like for me, if you were a boxing fan, and, and K-Dub, I, I know you're not really into sports, Tanya B, but you know the, you know the whole vibe and the PR part of it, not necessarily the X's and O's, but K-Dub, yeah. I'll mention this to you. When we were growing up, boxing was like, these guys were like king. They, they were royalties. Oh, yeah. They were, they oh, were royalties. We was waiting to see Sugar Ray fight. Yeah. Or, Hearns, 
or Hagler. I mean, or take it back to Muhammad Ali. Yeah, Muhammad, yeah. I mean, that Ali. was they were athletes. That was a sport. It was respected. Yeah. Now this, you know, it just feels like pro wrestling. It, it feels like wrestling to me. You know what I mean? It feels yeah. like it, it just feels like wrestling. And it's just, you know, it it just doesn't feel like, I mean, you know, we felt like it was a legitimate sport. We saw them in the Olympics, you know, and and now it's just like seeing these little, you know, them late. I mean, I just think it tarnishes the whole sport. It's it's turned into a show. We want to see some boxing. We want to see some people get knocked knocked upside the head. Yeah. For real. Because I'm telling you, I watch, I watch some of the, some of the Mayweather. They were just, it was just like cuddling. They were. He was hitting him side. How long? I know we. I didn't. Get this I didn't pay for it. I, mean, I ain't gonna pay for it. Fighting the streets of Atlanta. Please. Yeah, I ain't gonna pay yeah. for it. I wouldn't pay for it. But go ahead. What else you got next? What else you got? Um, and I, I, I know I have so much I got to get through. Okay, Medea is not dead. Money will bring anybody back to life. Tyler Perry just got a bag from Netflix. We heard about that. Yeah. Um, this is actually kind of sad, but I just wanted to follow up because I was a digital underground fan. Yeah. Um, and the autopsy of Shock G, a.k.a. Humpty Hump, is back, and it was accidental uh, drugs and alcohol. I mean, it wasn't like baby drugs. It was fentanyl, the Michael Jackson killer, uh, methamphetamine, a lot of liquor, no deadly combination. And it's a shame because whenever I, I hear about somebody who's found dead in a hotel room by themselves, I think something was going on. You can think yeah. back to Whitney. You can go all the way back to John Belushi. Yeah. You know, there was so maybe he was struggling with something and just didn't, you know, want to get any any assistance. And then I want to tell you about uh, very quickly. Uh, you know, I talked about the crime bar the other week. It's like these children, there's this rapper named Polo G. And will somebody please tell him that you do not claim victory if you're trying to fight a cop? So, you know where he oh, is. Shit. He's in jail in Florida. Mm. Okay, you've got this rapper named Pooh Shicey, uh, who was who shot up the strip club. His bail has been revoked. He's going to be in jail for quite a while. And who knows where his alleged, his $40,000 went, allegedly. Yeah. And then you've got, and this is sad, this kid, uh, Salento, the Watch Me Nene. Oh, ATL. Yeah, he's in jail for allegedly murdering his cousin. He uh. was trying to get out. And his grandparents went to the judge and said, please do not let him out of jail. Wow. You know, he's got, you know, some had drug and alcohol issues, addiction issues of, of a variety of, of types. And he has, you know, mental illness. And when your family says, do not let my grandchild out of jail, you know something is wrong. Yeah. There's also something wrong with this rapper NBA, young boy. That's the one that's got like eight kids and seven baby mamas. One of them is Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Yaya. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he he got he caught a case too with drugs, guns, a bunch of stuff. And um the feds are calling the case of rapper uh NBA Young Boy, they got they're calling it uh NFA Young Boy and NFA standing for never free again. Wow. So I think uh we <laughs> that's kind of a wrap. <laughs> that's the one out of Baton Rouge. Was he out of Baton Baton Rouge somewhere in Louisiana? NBA Young Boy. Yeah, yeah. I that's him. Know. That's him. Oh, uh, wow. So I can't keep up with the little little baby this and baby Ooh. that. I got to tell you about this. And I got to say five on it to this young lady, um, Darnella Frazier. Who is she? I'm glad you asked. She is the teenage girl who recorded the murder of George Floyd with her cell phone. Um, she just, yeah. She was recently awarded a Pulitzer Prize special citation. And they cited her for her courageousness in recording the murder of George Floyd. And really what she did really changed the trajectory of things, you know, like truth and justice and things along that line. And she was only 17 when that happened. Her cousin who went to the store with her was only nine, um, who's now 10 years old. And I think her name is Jashawn. She's in therapy. But 
both of them testified at the trial and I just wanted, you know, that's very courageous and their lives are forever changed. So I just had to mention them. And I hope, I, I think she gets compensation with that too, right? She gets I hope she does. compensation she too. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give her the air horn. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And lastly, I want to give you a couple of movie alerts. So I know there's so many things coming out and nobody needs to watch TV, but these, oh, these streaming services, they're like going at it, trying to get people. Yeah. There's this movie, uh, is it the people next door? Uh, Meet the Blacks too. You've got Mike Epps, Snoop Dogg, Gary Owens, Lil Duval, Cat Williams, Rick Ross, and a bunch of other people. Um, that should be interesting. Yep. And uh, also, uh, there's a movie coming out with Ludacris and Queen Latifah. Wow. On Netflix called End of the Road. And she's a, a woman named Gloria. She's lost her husband. And she lost her job, so she puts the family in the car. Of course, they go driving across the country in the desert of New Mexico. The car breaks down. Someone's trying to kill them. I said, but I don't know how long that will last. Because if you saw Latifah in the equalizer or set <laughs> it off it. or yes. bringing down the house, she knows how to put up her dukes, okay? Yes. Latifah can put up her dukes. I just say she ready, and I am all kinds of ready for End of the Road. Coming so is it a series or a movie? Is that a series or a movie? It's a movie. It's a movie. Netflix movie. Cool. And I got to, you know, get five on it. And this is my last, my last one. Always so your last one. First lady and president. <laughs> I know, but this, this is worth it. Yeah. Go um, ahead. The Obamas, they are launching a series July 4th called We the People. Hmm. Uh, featuring the music of Andre Day, Janelle Monet, and her, uh, as well as poet laureate Amanda Gorman. And uh, it teaches kids about the law and their civic duty as they become adults and the importance of voting and things along that line. So I got to say five on it to the Obamas and Darnella Frazier. Good stuff. Glad you ended it on a good note. Exactly. After your yeah. rapper, Clyde, the, the, your rapper crime blotter. The crime blotter, I'm telling you. <laughs> No more, please, y'all. Stop. Stop. Mm. Hey, but, you know, I, I got to say this real quick. Um, um, in the Heights, man, did not do as well as expected at, at the box office. Really? Yeah, it was. Well, you um, know what? People don't, but people can stay at home and watch. But, you, I, yeah, I but you know. I'm going to the movies. But The Conjuring, you know, was also HBO Max. And it did over 20 million, you know, 24, 25 million. It wasn't and, the Quiet Place a movie that? Oh yeah. Money? Well, the Quiet Place was not Quiet Place. Yeah, it was. It was not uh, like the duel with uh, with a, a streaming service. You could mm-hmm. you could actually. Well, no, nah, I don't even think. I mean, it's not like uh, HBO Max. It wasn't on HBO Max, but The Heights was on HBO Max. You're right, and also in the theaters. But again, The Conjuring. It seems like the horror movies did well mm-hmm. from from Spiral. Did well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Quiet Place Two. And the conjuring, the the I guess the the, the premise or uh, the idea of releasing the, the the horror stuff first was great. Then they put the musical in here, and it only did like eleven million as a as you know, we taped the podcast. Really, as yeah. a rule, musical yeah. movies like that don't traditionally do well. Think of the last yeah. one that really did well. I was surprised and they did it summer. You know, I was surprised they did it as one of the summer blockbusters. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. and me like I said, all that hype. But the other thing is, and I can't speak, you know, because I am not of Latino, a Latin X, you know. Yeah. This the generation. Yeah. But I mean, you think about it. There are only certain movies that certain ethnic groups will go to the movies to see. Yeah. And maybe this, I mean, if they were trying to get to the young Latinx, I don't yeah. know if they, you know, were able to reach them. Yeah. You know, and and so maybe that was it. But like I said, I'm going to watch it yeah. at my neighbor's house because they have HBO Max. Yeah. The only HBO <laughs> Max. The only thing I'm really looking forward to 
that's a musical right now at the end of the year is going to be West, the, the remake of West Side Story. Cause I grew up on that. Oh, you know what else is coming? Wait, Taraji P. Henson's doing Annie. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's Annie. right. Yeah. 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 going to play, you know, Miss Hannigan that was portrayed by Carol Burnett in the original movie. And yeah. then uh, when they made it with Jamie Foxx, it was Cameron Diaz. Yeah. So December 2nd, Annie live on NBC, Taraji P. Henson is getting her bag. I am not mad at her. Is it the Black Annie? <laughs> it's not the Black Annie, is it? <laughs> It's like black, not that's black nanny, not black. No, nanny. the black, you know, they, you know, the no, black, no, no, the black no, Annie they movie they did with no. Jamie Foxx, but they're not doing yeah, it. Yeah, but they haven't NBC. even cast the young lady who's going to play Annie. So oh, those okay. of you that have kids that have talent, you know, call your agent somewhere. But yeah. I don't know Hurry who up. Annie's going to be, but Corvengen A. Wallace is way too old for that. Now. Yeah, so true, so true. All right, y'all. Hey, let's do this. Uh, let's go ahead and go to Tommy's Corner real quick, and then we'll wrap oh, this yes. thing. Time to go to Tommy's Corner. Here we go. Hey, are are we really surprised? That 45's administration was using the DOJ to spy on Democratic lawmakers and their families. I mean, all this week, the headlines have screamed. A bombshell report this morning about the Justice Department taking almost unheard of steps to investigate members of Congress and their families under former President Trump. I mean, really? I mean, this is the guy still out there spreading false claims that he won the 2020 presidential election. I'm talking about Mr. Insurrection himself. I mean, this is the guy who is currently hinting, along with his minions, that he'll be restored to office by the year's end and Biden will be removed from the White House. I mean, really, y'all, this is like being surprised that the crackhead stole your wallet that was sitting in plain sight on the seat out of your unlocked car that was parked at Piedmont Park, y'all. Come on. So, so what I'm doing is, as a public service, if you've forgotten the shenanigans, I'm going to post in this week's podcast notes a, a list, and it's a huge list. And I want to thank McSweeney, as a publisher out of San Francisco, for making it available. And this is actually the title of the list, Lest We Forget the Horrors, a catalog of Trump's worst cruelties, collusions, corruptions, and crimes. It includes a list of 1,056 items. Of head spinning, I'm talking about head spinning misdeeds from the one and only Orange Julius himself, beginning with the first day in office to the last. Each misdeed, now get this, is in order, color coded, and categorized by the following red, the color red, sexual misconduct, harassment, bullying, black. White supremacy, (laughs) racism, homophobia, transphobia, xenophobia, yellow, collusion with Russia and obstruction of justice, purple, all the stuff that went on with the Trump staff and administration, pink, the crazy Trump family dealings, orange, his funky policies, and green, how he tried to screw up the environment. I mean, it's serious, y'all. But it's kind of fun to read just in case you've forgotten how bad it really got. And you just want to look back and say, damn, boring is good. <laughs> so the next time you hear the media say this. We start the hour with breaking news comes from the New York Times, a report that the Justice Department under President Trump seized Apple account information for lawmakers, their aides, even family members. Now, Democrats have demanded an investigation into the report, which says that the DOJ sought the data to try and find out who was leaking information to the media. Just pull out your list. And one more thing, you know, I don't mean these instances need to be normalized by any means. But we need to stop hearing about the bombshell reports, the hearings and the investigations 
And we really need to be start talking about the real deal, prison time. This has been Tommy's Corner. I welcome your feedback, 413-556-9546. I thank you and appreciate all of you for supporting this podcast. Yeah, y'all. I can't believe it. I mean, it just it just pisses me <laughs> off, y'all. <laughs> well, that was a great. That was great, Thomas. That was really, really great. I like that. And right. I like the humor because I had to laugh to keep from crying. But you mm-hmm. got to. You got I think to. We all orange. Do. You yeah. called him the Orange Julius. Oh yes, Orange Julius Caesar. That's who he is. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I got to give a shout out. And you mentioned Megan uh, the Stallion, y'all. And I know y'all watch TikTok. Y'all are uh, that you on TikTok? <laughs> I'm a, you know, I, Maybe once a week. No, no, no. Something got my attention this week, and I was going to play the clip. I don't have the clip on me, but you you know if you watch TikTok. Y'all ever watch? See, you got grandkids or kids. You know, we got, or family. You know, you got family. You got kids, nephews, nieces, blah, 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 blah. The back, oh, okay. the backyardigans. Okay, see, I have. <laughs> I, I got them. Yes. The Backyardigans was um, came out what two thousand three ish like back then back right back then, and um, it was written. I mean, it's actually written by it was written by a black a black woman, and the reason I really liked the Backyardigans was because they had characters Tyrone and Uniqua, and and it was it's really a it really is probably one of the best children's animated specials for diversity and fun because they what they do is act out these movies and they're really only in their backyard so because that's why you call them backyardians but they came out with they are trending the backyardians music in the top five on spotify oh wow (laughs) yes and the reason being there's like a challenge for this song called in the thick of it right and Women are twerking to In the Thick of It with a remix. <laughs> Meg the Stallion. Uh, uh, it's, well. a, <laughs> it's hilarious, but I know y'all know what I'm talking about. It's the In the Thick of It challenge. And if you know what I'm talking about, I got to just give it up. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up, but I got a shout out for for you know my gen my Gen Z the one who who remembers and applauds the not not the twerking no there ain't no twerking up in here, but at least mm-hmm. the fact that their backyard again is receiving all this acclaim. So shout out to the backyard again. Shout out to Tyrone. Shout out to Uniqua. <laughs> Hey, ask your grandkids. Ask your grandkids about the black back and the backyardigans are still. Oh, oh, they know. They know about the backyardigans. <laughs> trust, trust. Okay, Tanya, but you got any shout outs? Yeah, I'm going to go cook my dinner. Uh, shout out to uh, <laughs> my hometown crew in Boston, the Hamiltons, of Be course, done. the Johnson crew, Joel, Vicky, and Herb, and also uh, to the Vice family, and also to all my people that support and listen in the DMV. That's the DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Good, area. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And good, check good. out the Bird Wire Friday, 8 and 10 p.m., as well as a replay Saturday at noon. Yep, 8 and 10, y'all. Y'all heard that now. It, it is now it is now your your Friday night fish fry destination. So when y'all do the Friday night fish fries, that's it. K-Dub, what you got, man? Man, um, shout out to Miss Cooper, man. Bernadette. Oh. 
she she kept it she kept it all the way real. You know, <laughs> oh, did she? Her band and her and her creativity and she doing the right thing. I think. You yes, know, I agree. Put it out there, let people know what's happening. Yeah, and you know what? I love having her on because she's real. She's very she's genuine. You know, yeah. and and she she's got that vibe to you know she's she's not about like disturbing the universe with that toxic vibe you know i like i like how cool she is she comes across like that in her music and her you know the videos she would do she you know so so you know she wouldn't start no shit like that you know what i'm saying no, i mean no no she I like, wouldn't she i would. like to see her fighting fighting for for what's right i like that yeah. that's what's up yeah. I now, agree. and she's doing it you know eloquently she's not mm-hmm. getting in, you know in on that gutter like you know her former bandmate is and just the way that she speaks of it, you know, I don't hear any any venom in her voice. I just hear that, you know, the truth must be told. Yeah, yeah. so true. So true. Yep. Hey, y'all. And, and, you know, I can't get out of here. I cannot. I cannot leave the building, uh, even though he is not with us today. He always gets us this. Yo, I didn't come yes. here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. Love never gives up, never lose faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. This statement says everything to me because if you really love someone and they love you in return, there's nothing you can't handle but that support. It's why God says love is his greatest gift to you because he will get you through anything if you just believe in him. Amen. Amen. Hey man, Vi, he gonna get it to you in the oh. car. He gonna get it to you in the park. <laughs> he, gonna he, gonna you. he gonna get no, it to you. And it's needed. We need it via text. Thank you that. so much. Yeah, thank you for the inspiration, yes. Vi. Yes. Um, and also thank you once again. I gotta give it up to the one and only Miss Grand Diva Bernadette Cooper. Thank you so much for being on today. Miss Cooper, not Mr. Cooper. Oh uh, yeah, Miss Cooper. Miss Cooper. Also, uh, thanks to you. Thanks to the panel. Thank you again, Tanya B, for doing what you do. I saw and I, I saw what you I saw your is that what is it Tanya B what is it you cooking? Um, uh, I'm doing uh, actually I'm doing crab and shrimp sushi stack. That's for, what I thought. Uh, it looked like it looked like some sushi. You know that was cool. Uh-huh. And uh, as as always, K Dub man, thank you for all you do, bro. Oh, thank, thank you. you, man. Ask your grandkids about the the backyard again. I promise oh, man, you, it's hilarious. <laughs> y'all Google the backyard again, man. All right, y'all. With that. Episode 85 is in the can. And thank you so much again for supporting the podcast. We appreciate you. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Pandemic is real, y'all. Yes, it is. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.